This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Thanks so much for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about a little homemade unit study, nature study, (laughs) um, getting out into the world. We've kind of had that kind of as a theme. We've talked a lot about things to do for the summer and it is tis the season in the northern hemisphere that plants are growing, uh, you know, berries are are coming and food is being produced and it's a a wonderful time to get outside. We had a, a podcast a couple weeks ago about getting out with all trails and kind of seeing the world and whatnot. And today we're talking a little bit about something I've been doing with the, with the girls where I mean, this may be the second week um, it started you know, by the time I think this podcast releases, we'll probably be two or three weeks into it. But um, it's definitely something I'm trying to do is to get the kids out in the nature. That's um, always been kind of a push for us. And we constant kind of always like, you know, there's that meme where the guy's riding the bicycle and he sticks the, the stick into the front wheel and, and the bike falls over. Every time I, I feel like we, we say, oh, let's get outside and go do some fun things, and we always fail. Um, so we're, I'm still trying, still trying to do some more outdoorsy things. And so this summer, I thought maybe the best thing to do was kind of focus on things that are in our area. So specifically the trees and the plants, uh, local edibles, kind of the planes, trains, and automobiles of, of the local <laughs> nature, and um, also focus on kind of local farms. And so I've gone... And done some you know research and found some you know farms in the area. You pick farms. We we have a lot of berry production here in the Pacific Northwest: strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, um, and all those you know tasty tasty summer treats. And so I found a bunch of farms and I found a bunch of you know you know places I could go and, and take the girls. So I'm actually really really excited about that. And that's kind of what you know the gist of what I've been focusing on. Right. Um, and so we began basically by doing. Um, we're going to start with trees. I think that's been the easiest thing. Strawberries are about a couple weeks out um, from the U pick, so I'm going to backfill with a few trees before we get some tasty treats. Um, but basically, the thing is that I'm trying to pair my hiking um, and the hikes and the trips around the area with identifying local wildlife, um, right. not only just the trees and the bushes that are in the area, but also trying to find birds and try to find animals. Even if it's just, you know, the traditional massive Pacific Northwest, you know, corn fed, uh, gray squirrel, you know, that's good. It's <laughs> good enough for us for the most part. Um, so basically we're, I'm, I'm pairing the hikes with kind of like a scavenger hunt for, you know, local wildlife, but also with a focus for a tree. So like, for example, on our first, first week was, uh, the Western red cedar, which is a very, you know, classic tree that's that's found here in the Pacific Northwest. Really beautiful tree. We have three of them in our backyard, so we didn't have to go far to find them. But on our first hike, um, the thing that we did, we were looking for them. Um, I had printouts, so I, I'm actually going online finding printouts of kind of criteria to look for the tree. Um, I put them into a binder, and I bring like little you know plastic baggie to collect the seeds or the cones, whatever that might be. Um, and then also the leaves of the tree and a little bit of the bark, because those are typically the things that identify a tree. Um, the, the main, the main things that you would use to identify what is that tree. Um, and then I'm having the girls go and find those things. So we're, first of all, we're looking for it. And, you know, I do a lot of prompting because <laughs> I, I see the tree and I go, Hey guys, do you kind of see a tall tree that looks sort of like these criteria? And they start you know, looking around and scanning and all of a sudden, you know, the six-year-old goes, hey, dad, I think it's that tree. I'm like, wow, you're really good. And, and so we start collecting leaves and everything. So I've found that to be very, very fun. And then as we continue down our hike, I then prompt them periodically as I see one of the trees 
or if I see a bush or an animal, I prompt them to, you know, hey, do you guys see any more Western red cedars? And so immediately they stop and they start scanning around and looking for them. And, and it's been really cool to, to engage them while they're doing the hiking, while they're outside and, and while they're kind of a captured, uh, focused, you know, group of people that are, you know, looking for something and then they're out in the wild. And it's been a, it's been a good experience. I've actually had a good time. I've actually had a really good time. So you've put together this cool notebook and yes. you've got a, a reference book here. So kind of walk us through, walk us through the cool notebook. I want to put a picture of this on the Facebook group uh, because it's just, it's super cute. So I, I went to Canva, my favorite online designing tool. So if you have not uh, used Canva in your homeschooling, we should do a whole podcast just on canva we probably could yeah, yeah. as part of the technology canva. i love canva we it's actually free so it's free but we actually pay for canva because that's how good it is that's how good <laughs> it is the um so basically i just created like a you know just simple half inch binder and i created some nice clip art of um kind of i don't know manga looking characters well it's like a, it looks like a dad and two girls, and two girls. Yeah, and then i had like a pacific northwest photo on the back aerial Ariel swooned when I made it. It she, was super cute. It was. It took me about five and a half seconds to make. But. Right. And so in that, what, so walk them through kind of what you're, what you put in that binder for your Western Red Cedar as an example. Yeah. So basically I went out and I spent about three minutes <laughs> on Google <laughs> images. So that's the, the thing I always like to do is like go right to Google images, because if you're looking for something that's kind of printable, um, whether it's, you know, I found like a slide of a presentation and or an image of a tree or you know maybe some criteria or an infographic great place to go is not just the web search but actually go right to you know if you're on google and you select images and then do your search there you'll find a lot of great things and if you click on one of the things that are sort of what you're looking for like i was looking for kind of an infographic very often what they'll do is they'll you know if you're on a browser they'll show you that image and then they'll show you related things below that um, and then very often I find what I need with it, not from that first click, but also, you know, probably from that second or third click that down below. And so I, I find a couple information, a little bit of information on that tree. Um, I find another print off, maybe something a little bit nicer picture of like the leaves. If it's something specific, like the Western red cedar has kind of a scaly leaves that are long and they're not your typical pine needles that we all expect for a conifer. It's got this kind of scaly appearance on the, on the leaves. So it's really, really unique. And I thought it would be a really good one to start with. Also, pictures of like the bark, like we're going to do the Doug fir probably next week. Um, that has a very distinct bark um, that really tells what it is. And then a very distinct pine cone, a uh, cone that, that it drops with kind of like this uh, mouse's body kind of hiding in the pine cone all around it. So it has like this tail and these two little legs coming out in the pine cone. It's a very distinct design. So I'll have them look for that and we'll maybe do a little story about that or maybe have a print off. I had a couple of print offs for them to do kind of coloring pages of the tree so they can color them as well. Um, and then I have just like basically I said earlier, a baggie that, you know, I can collect things and whatnot. And so, so are you using the coloring pages before you go out so that they kind of know what you're looking for or, or no, how are it, you? I'm doing it sort of a wrap up when we get home from the hike okay. so they can sit down and we can just color it. And again, it's just like that, you know, that kind of that looping idea where we're kind of coming back and, mm -hmm. and touching on the same thing. So then we did a follow-up hike this week. We did a second one. And in this one, I did kind of a quick print off on like, you know, Microsoft Word where I said, okay, I want to find a squirrel. We, we were going on a, uh, on a hike near a river. So there's a stream and a river. So I had them kind of like a check mark box for them. So as they're walking through, they could check off 
uh, it was more for my six-year-old and we were going with another uh, stay-at-home dad, another unicorn um, who has a daughter who's five and she, I made one for her as well so they could have a pencil and like kind of check those things off and on there I wanted them to find a couple of Western Red Cedars. So, you know, it, it was a little bit more tough because they wanted to play a little bit more so the, the scavenger hunt thing didn't go as well as I had, I had thought but they did find a couple things and they yeah, checked Yeah, had off. they not have been with a friend I think that that would have worked a little bit better. It might have. So so you print off an infographic yep. with information about it so that you can have that ready when, you, when you're when you out in the field yeah. and you can say, okay, this is what we're looking for and this is what it looks like yep. and these are this is the basic facts about it. You send them out there to find the pieces that you collect so that you guys can look at them later and then when they come home, they're doing the coloring pages yep. so that you can kind of reinforce that and as you go on further hikes or further even down that hike, you're trying to reinforce this idea of, hey, do you see any of these so that they can keep thinking? I know that on some of our walks in the evenings, you've been asking them, oh, do you guys see any Western Red Cedars? Yeah, right. And the kids are kind of on the lookout for it. So so those are the ways that you're reinforcing it. Yeah. And it's funny because even now the three-year-old is like being able to, she was like walking around, Western Red Cedar, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's very funny. Um, but even unprompted, my you know six-and-a-half-year-old, she was able to point out a few uh, red cedars this week. So it was really cool how like she's she's remembering it and having that kind of looping aspect I think was really helpful. And I'm trying to do about two to three hikes a week now with them, you know, about an hour, hour and a half. It's not really that long, maybe a mile, mile and a half hike. And it's really cool to see them kind of seeing that. I know this whole week it's been beautiful here and we've been going on walks every single night. And so I know we we're my oldest, we were playing catch while you guys were playing at the playground or something, and she pointed out one of the you know, red cedars that was kind of mm-hmm. long. They used it as kind of like a um, a hedge style uh, tree planting at the park, and so um, she pointed to it. And she goes, "Oh, Daddy, I think that's a red cedar." So it was cool. It was cool to actually see it happening and reinforcing, you know, the idea of you know here's some lo- here's some local trees that you're starting to identify and everything. Right. So that was really really cool. So in order to choose the subjects, you've got a reference book. Yeah, and so we wanted to kind of pair this podcast with not only just the idea of, you know, it it doesn't even have to be trees or anything. You know, we're not saying you have to go out and do this, but just, you know, putting it into practice and kind of like, you know, figuring out what's good for your local area. Like if, for example, maybe you're in Minnesota, do you want to go to all the lakes in your local community, right? Or whatever that might be. Or maybe you have, um, you know, some other type of, you know, maybe you're in the New England area and you have a lot of like historical battlegrounds that you want to go to, right? Um, and you want to do kind of a unit study around that and you, maybe you're in the Maryland area and you're going to just go all to these, all these civil war battlefields, right? And you can have a whole unit study just built around that, right? Just kind of that idea of putting something together that's very simple, very straightforward, very small, um, do the activity, go there and then reinforce that thing, whatever it might be. So I'm doing trees, but somebody could do almost anything at this, you know, at, right. in this respect. I think so. it works really nicely though for nature related items that exactly. they can go, you know, something like doing, going to civil war battlefield, there's so much more study yeah, behind exactly. something like that. Whereas this is but even if easy you're gonna, like, for us the, to just, even if you're going to put the names into the mind, right? Like, okay, this is, true. you know, the Shenandoah Valley or whatever it might be, whatever, Whatever the battlefield. You that know, thing you're trying to get them to remember. To remember. And have some familiarity yeah. with. Yeah. So but we, I'm, we're pairing this, you know, what we're doing. And, you know, if you choose something else to do, it's really good to go find a book that fits you. For us, we found the DK Smithsonian book. This, they have this whole series of like kind of Smithsonian yeah, focused. Yeah, they're fantastic. DK, we're big fans of them. We, you know, we've talked about the eyewitness books, but this is another DK book. 
This is Our World in Pictures. This is the Trees, Leaves, Flowers, and Seeds book. And we'll put a link down below if you want to check it out as well. Yeah, this is a wonderful book. We we own it. We're so happy that we do. Yeah, and I'm kind of treating it like a, a spine in some respects. Yeah, oh, it, it um, definitely is. So basically, the thing that I had bookmarked that I didn't get to today, but I was going to get to later, and I'll show it to Ariel, like that, the whole, they have a whole section here on ferns. What is a fern? Yeah, right? and so right we now- We have so many ferns. We have so many ferns in our area. And it, what I was going to do is come home today- and have them pick some ferns and you saw i had the ferns they had picked the ferns and so we were going to then read the section of you know it's like two pages right and read the section and talk about ferns and how they kind of grow as an under you know do kind some of, fern rubbings after that too that those that are well. always fun yeah and so there's just like a lot of cool activities and just talk about you know um undergrowth versus you know trees and upper canopy and this would be kind of an undergrowth you know ground ground floor type of plant and that doesn't need as much light and we're we'll talking a little bit about you know, the needs of the plants and things of that nature. And, and there's a lot of great information. So as we're going to go through this summer, I'm going to be pulling in um, this book as kind of like my spine. And so, and you don't have to choose a lot of books. I don't have to choose like five or six. I just got the one. And the mm -hmm. one is really good enough for me to, you know, leverage as something, you know, we can, reinf again, reinforcing right. the, the learning that we're doing. So the Trees, Leaves, Flowers, and Seeds by the D.K. Smithsonian, and then kind of pairing that or taking a, a spine book and pairing that with like kind of a homemade eclectic, you know, unit study that fits whatever you're interested in. Right. You know, well, and I, I think it's interesting, too, that you're kind of making this study as you go along, yeah. which is an interesting concept. A lot of times I think of something as like, oh, yeah. I, I, I take it on myself that, oh, I've got to set up the entire thing before no. we start. And for you, you're saying, hey, you know what? This week, this is what the weather's like. This is what we're going to do. This is the, the, the plant or tree yeah. or whatever we're going to focus on. And but, one day it could and, be a bird or yeah, it could be yeah. anything. And I want to pull in some animals along the way too. Um, then specifically, as I said earlier, kind of the farming thing. So we're going to go to a U-Pick strawberry farm. Mm -hmm. Later in the season, we'll do the blueberries and raspberries. And this book even has those in it. Because has them in it as well. They are seeds. Seeds. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just the, in general. The, the fruits and the seeds. Yeah, just in general plants and whatnot. So it was just, this pairs well with what I'm doing. Again, Everything can be, you know, it's like two, it's one book and my binder. I toss it in the bag. I throw some drinks and a couple snacks and we head out and it's super easy. It's ready to go. It's the same bag I use to take to the gym. All I do is swap out some of my gym stuff, put in the, you know, the, the unit study stuff and we're out and it's pretty quick. And it was, doesn't take much time. And the amount of work that I put into it to prepare for these things is super easy, right? Right. And even if you don't know the top trees in your area, that's just, again, that's a, a little Google search away. Um, from saying, okay, what, what are the top five trees in, in the, you know, the state of Michigan, right? And then you find those five trees and you go out and try to find them, right? And, and most likely they're at your parks, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So anyway, that's just kind of how I've taken kind of an interest of mine. It's something that I want the girls to know a little bit more about um, and then kind of get them connected to a little bit of the food element. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of that next year um, and then try to tie that into some learning, uh, especially through the summer to keep them engaged and then pairing that with nice outdoor activities, you know, physical activity, um, being healthy, getting some fresh air, um, seeing the world, getting some vitamin D that we so desperately need here in the Pacific Northwest. And then, you know, just kind of putting it all together as a, a whole cohesive thing. And it doesn't really take that much time. So yep, and they've been having a great time with it. So we wanted Ariel, to share with you. An Ariel post my super cute picture. Book. It's very cute. Yeah. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. 
We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!